Michelle, blessings. Blessings. The honorable intern. (laughs) How you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty good and I'm excited. You're excited? What we got going on today? So today I'm going to ask you just a bunch of questions. You know, over my time here, I've got to see how you operate Mm -hmm. and... I get this notion that as young people, we need to see other people and they need to share their story to keep us going. Mm -hmm. So yeah, share your words of wisdom, your journey, your ups and downs, your aha moments. So I'm looking forward to that. Give thanks. Let's get it. I'm excited. I'm excited. Much love. You want to let the introduce yourself? Okay. So my name is Michelle and over the last 12 weeks, I've been interning here as a operations and entrepreneurial type scope and i've got to see how the business works at different steps and i first met akeem a little over a year ago and when i met him i was like oh my god such a health nut but i think from interning here i've got to see like there's different sides to him like wellness is bigger than just what you eat or what you consume so uh, it's been an interesting journey. I've got to meet like some awesome, awesome people here. It's all vibrations, all love. And I'm not going to sit here and say that, oh, like it's all great. Like I've had some, I've had some constructive criticism. And for that, I'm really, really grateful. And yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. I hope that this internship yields like bigger things for me. And for that, I'm truly grateful for this opportunity. Give thanks, give thanks. And we do get a decent amount of questions just asking about setting up businesses online. A lot of people want to set up their business. So for all y'all who want to get set up, listen up, listen up, tune in and let's grow. Let's get it. Okay. So, um, so just, we're going to play like some, I'm going to ask you some like human questions. Like, what do you like to eat? Like, what's your favorite, like guilty pleasure food? Guilty pleasure food. Um, Right now, I like this place, Legendary Noodle, yeah. in Vancouver, um, and it's just some some noodles, like wheat noodles, a little bit of tofu on there, yeah. <laughs> and uh, pea shoots. That would probably be my guilty pleasure. Oh, that's good. Like, noodles is like comfort food. Comfort food. It makes me feel good. Yeah. And I love the people who go there. Every time I go there, it's like family, you know what I mean? So it's a nice little vibe. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So my first question for you would be, just uh, explain your journey, how you came to bring about the idea of Rich Soul Foods. Like, how did it come to be to where it is now? Mm -hmm. So Rich Soul Foods is an extension of my journey, Mm -hmm. right? It's just an extension of me living in my truth and my purpose Mm -hmm. and discovering that there are other people who like similar things that I like and want access to things that I like, I have access to. And it's really just, I was in this experimentation phase trying to figure out how do we become these high vibrational beings and, and like bring the best out of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then I discovered a lot of different aspects. And one of the aspects was the food and the herbs. Mm-hmm. And um, it rich soul food really was, became a thing when I went to St. Lucia. And I met Honorable Priest Kailash and basically it was like all these products I've been hearing about and reading about, he's been working with them for some time. So then it's just a matter of like, well, we got the connection, Mm -hmm. right? We got the connection. It's a family business, family vibe. And it was just a matter of me stepping out of 
my comfort zone to make it happen. Okay. So that would lead me to my second question is like, how did it go from idea to like, I can make this a business. I can, it can lead to entrepreneurship. Like I could, I could actually do this and like make money out of it and like still deliver my purpose to other people. Yeah. It was really, I got like guidance, a lot of guidance from the universe, mm -hmm. from Honorable Priest Kailash, from people who would watch my YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. They would, they wanted to buy from me. Mm -hmm. I had access to these products, but I wasn't initially selling them. Mm -hmm. I was just sharing and creating content. But then people on YouTube were like, I want to buy from you. I want to buy from you. So I'm like, okay. I still was a little bit hesitant though. Mm -hmm. And then Honorable Priest Kailash is just big on just monetizing things that you love to do and just don't be afraid to make money. Mm -hmm. So that was my thing. I was afraid to make money, mm -hmm. right? Because if I make money, people are going to look at me weird. People are going to look at me as if that's all I care about. So I was afraid to make money. So I had to get over that factor. Mm -hmm. And then just to actually make it into something, um, it was actually the retreat that came first. Mm -hmm. So we hosted this retreat and then I used the money, the profits from the retreat to buy our first bags of sea moss. Yeah. So that's really how it came about was going to St. Lucia, hosting that retreat, having a couple extra dollars. Mm -hmm. And then it was that time during that retreat mm -hmm. where I had a brand called Rich Souls Fitness. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I love that artwork. I love the branding. Like that's this branding, right? So I'm like, I want to keep this branding because mm -hmm. I'm not going to do away with this logo and things. Yeah. So it was in St. Lucia. I was like, you know, maybe I just make it rich souls, rich soul foods. And then it was in St. Lucia was kind of just crafting it. And then it was just when I returned a matter of taking the steps necessary mm -hmm. and following up, which is probably the biggest thing, like the follow up. Okay. You know, the steps, are you going to follow up to ensure that you complete them? And that was, yeah, that's how it really came. Okay, so uh, speaking of steps, can you just like give us like a brief timeline of then and now, like in terms of like product, placement, promotion, and all those things, and like the challenges, the ups, the L's, of course, I'm pretty sure there was a lot of them, but like there's also some small victories that yeah. you, to some other people, it might be, oh, I just sold like three bags, but to you, it was like, if I could sell three today, I could sell five tomorrow. I could sell a hundred in a month, you know, like take us through that. Yeah. Well, for me, I was always wanting to create product mm -hmm. business. Like it was always something I wanted to do. Um, but once again, I needed to get out of my own way. Mm -hmm. And then once we started it up, I was really just thinking about how can I provide the most value? Mm -hmm. So I wasn't really thinking about making this a big business or like much of any of that. I was just like, how can I provide as much value as possible to my community and to my people? Mm -hmm. And then I initially only wanted to make enough money to pay for my rent and my, my bills, living bills, which is rent and some food. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I want to sell three bags a day. So that was it. That was my initial goal. So I could live more free and just, you Fresh. know, mm -hmm. so that was my three bags a day was it but i wasn't acting i wasn't like okay i sold three bags today i'm done mm -hmm. i was still like always working to improve 
always working to create the best content. Mm -hmm. And that was just not so much from like, I want to build this business, but it was just, I want to provide value. And I feel that's like the most important aspect is like, you just got to want to provide value. And then what I learned is that when you provide value, it returns back to you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? What you give is what you get. What you give is what you get. You always hear that, but you don't really understand how it, like how it actually is in the physical. But it's just that like, I wasn't thinking much about growing it or anything. It was just like, okay, I have a lot more orders today Mm -hmm. and I'm getting a lot more orders tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I can't keep shipping it Mm -hmm. because what I used to do is first off, I didn't have a car, right? So I'd I'd have my bike and I'd be riding my bike with bags of CMOS to the post office. Like I have two bags of CMOS, go to the post office. Got the CMOS pack on the bike, no Evo today. But we getting that CMOS to y'all. Shipment's coming soon. And then I'd buy the mailers at the post office and I'd use the post office computer to print the shipping labels. So at some point it was like, I can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. I need to figure out how. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, just Google. And then, oh, ShipStation, let me start using ShipStation. And then it's like, oh, people have printers they can print at home? So like that was probably my best purchase is a shipping printer. The one we still have today. Yeah. You know, so it was just like, it's not like I was thinking ahead. I was just taking what was right in front of me and then problem solving. Yeah. And then that led to next thing, which led to the next thing, which led to the next thing. It's like, oh, I don't have enough space to store. Yeah. Okay. We need to look for a space. I don't have space to pack this. So it was just like coming up with all these different problems that came forward. I just wanted to provide solutions and that's really what led to it to grow. But I never planned it to grow. I I never really thought of it like that because at the same time I was looking to open up a gym, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? I was looking to open up a gym at the same time. So I wanted this to be a side business, just pay my rent so I don't have to make the gym be some big money making thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it was just like little by little provide value and just, solve the problem in front of you mm-hmm. and um and then after time i'm like hey i gotta think ahead <laughs> you know yeah like now it's like it came to a point where okay we gotta think ahead now mm-hmm. and then we gotta start having plans and goals and strategies but up until like a year and a half ago it's just like taking it as it comes <laughs> wow mm-hmm. so why vancouver anywhere in the world like but why establish your operations in Vancouver? Why was that key mm-hmm. for you? One, that's just where I was at. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just where I was at. So it was just easy. And then two, Vancouver for me is like a, is like a fertile land for creation. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you have, it's chill, right? You have a lot of, you have nature. Yeah. It's beautiful. Plus it's very natural, organic vibes all around. Mm-hmm. So it was just a place where you, wherever you look, you're seeing different types of health and, and like it's, it's something familiar. So I feel like to have something introduce it in Vancouver and just have that environment, it's like little distractions. I had my place here already set up. Mm-hmm. And then once again, I wasn't thinking ahead. So I was like, hey, I'm here in Vancouver. So let's set it up here, <laughs> you know? So as a business student, I think of, I think of the process, like, mm-hmm. I think of it like you could have set up anywhere else, like you could have minimized your costs, like 
set up somewhere else, but this is what you chose. And you chose to begin your journey here and set up here and hire people and develop a team. So just speak to me about how to building a team came about and selecting your employees and like any, any challenges with that aspect of now not only moving from like a solo band to like having your own employees, but like the leadership process of it all and balancing yeah. that all. Yeah, that's a big, big journey, mm -hmm. the leadership process. Um, but when it comes to, um, what was the first part of the question? Is um, developing the team? Okay, yeah. I got it. So what actually happened for me is um, I was Googling and researching, mm -hmm. do I want to set up a warehouse ourselves mm -hmm. or do I want to outsource it? Yeah. That was it. And I was like, at that point when I was starting, drop shipping was pretty popular and common mm -hmm. model. And I was just looking at it and I, you know, I listen to Nipsey Hussle, mm -hmm. right? And I, I take in what he says. Yeah. And his thing is big on vertical integration where you have more control over more parts of the, the supply chain, right? Of the whole process. So that was something that I wanted to have more control of mm -hmm. because I wanted to ensure that we're able to deal with customers in a timely manner. Mm -hmm. So um, I did try doing a, a fulfillment center, mm -hmm. but what happens is a customer emails you mm -hmm. and then you gotta, you gotta figure out what's up with their order. You gotta talk to the fulfillment center. Yeah. Maybe they're closed, maybe that. So you gotta wait to respond to your customer. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I don't like that. I wanna know what's going on. You know, I okay. want to make sure that we know what's going on for our customers, mm -hmm. right? And then beyond that, we have certain products that is health focused and proprietary. Got right? you. As like, we're speaking about the cleanses and things like that. So we want to ensure that no one's tampering with it. Mm -hmm. No one's messing around with it. Mm -hmm. And um, that was something that was a big focus with, with Honorable Priest Kailash because mm -hmm. he's very selective with who he allows to use his products and mm -hmm. sell his products mm -hmm. so for us it was like we we need that control and just the energy around the herbs as well mm -hmm. like we understand the empower importance of energy and the people who are packing the herbs the yeah. people who are shipping the herbs we want them to be in a good vibe we want them so when they pack that product and the person that receives it on the other side, yeah. they feel the love. Like, yeah. you know, I thought about all that different stuff, mm -hmm. but if it goes to a fulfillment center, you don't know who packs it. Yeah. You don't know if they care. You don't know that the condition it goes in. Yeah. So like that was something where it was like, we're going to go the, the hard route. We're going to go the long route. Yeah. And no shortcuts. No shortcuts. And that was huge learning process. Um, for me, when it comes to, to building a team, I say the main thing is, is clarity mm -hmm. and understand what is there to be done and, and just make roles and uh, like be clear when you have someone fill the role. Mm -hmm. You know, so for me, I had to learn a lot about processes and like as you see mm -hmm. coming along here, we're still working on SOPs, processes to standardize things. Mm -hmm. That's one of my weakest things is like organizing and putting these things down into processes. Yeah. So then that's why I'm like, hey, let's get someone who's smarter than me to come in and support me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so that was probably the biggest thing for me is like when you hire people, hire people who are smarter than you. Hire people who have 
just more knowledge than you. Mm -hmm. So then there you're going to learn from them. Yeah, because I also heard somewhere, I can't remember where, but it's like, if you're the smartest person in the room, wrong room. then it's probably the wrong room you're in. You should be in a different room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So always, you've never been afraid to seek outside help or to go to somebody else to learn different things. And yeah. I think that's a lot of, a lot of the thinking that comes behind it is like, as an entrepreneur, you are so focused on keeping costs low, but in the long run, it ends up costing you more mm -hmm. than just hiring someone else or going somewhere else for help. Mm -hmm. So I understand that perspective. So my next question is, entrepreneurship is not for the faint-hearted. No. So what are your best days like and what do your worst days look like? like <laughs> well, the thing is, I feel is you gotta look at best and worst a little bit different. Yeah. Because when you have worse days yeah. um, and you look at them as their bad days, mm -hmm. it's gonna weigh on you. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be tough. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like learning, learning, learning. The worst days is like learning. We're learning, you know? Yeah. Um, and the best days is, you know, let's learn too, right? So I try to not look at it bad yeah. it's a something that needs to be solved you know what i mean i feel like that's so important or else you may go crazy yeah and you may be like oh like you're losing your holy oh, you know what i mean so i get the sense that you're saying that even though it's it's hard the sun shines again tomorrow and tomorrow's a new day and we can pick up from where we left yeah off. and this is what we chose yeah you know what i mean like yeah. i chose to be an entrepreneur, to have more control over my life. And with that comes things. Mm -hmm. And um, we gotta be able to deal with those things. Mm -hmm. And when it comes like the worst days, like just the hardest days, mm -hmm. um, to me, hardest days is, um, is when I'm disorganized. Mm -hmm. When things are disorganized and we can't fulfill products we like we just weren't thinking ahead mm -hmm. that's probably my biggest thing is like when we completely missed something mm -hmm. and um we like are losing opportunities yeah those are tough days for me um shipping when things go wrong with shipping things yeah. get lost yeah. that hurts yeah. you know um and then for me i have hard days just being a leader and having tough conversations sometimes like sometimes those are my hardest days when i I know I have to have a conversation with someone. A disciplinarian day. Disciplinarian day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, those, are, those are the tough days I'm, I'm working on that. I feel like I'm getting much better at that. Mm -hmm. But a lot of it is like having to deal with people and say things and communicate. And, you know, you just, you just want them to understand. But mm -hmm. sometimes it's just they don't get it at that point. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you got to move on or whatever it may be. Those are, those are tough for me still. Okay. Uh, so... To give us like an overlook, so what should other people expect for Rich Soul Foods coming in the year or in the next coming years? Like, do you have any strategic plans or do you, do you have like some set goals that you're like, this year I really want to reach this goal? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So this year, um, we're going to be launching a campaign, mm -hmm. epic campaign, mm -hmm. like y'all going to find out about it in the next couple of weeks, mm -hmm. you know, so that's something 
super epic. I'm so excited for that. And it's just like we're looking to provide solutions for relevant problems. Mm -hmm. So um, and we're partnering with some very powerful, honorable people. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be awesome. So excited to announce that. Yeah. Another thing is we're going to be launching an NFT mm -hmm. campaign. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be good because we're going to not only provide a lot of value and it's going to be a crowdfunding campaign for our school. So we're building a school. We've already built the school out in St. Lucia, yeah. but this is going to help with infrastructure, energy, mm -hmm. solar energy, because we're building it in the mountains of St. Lucia. So mm -hmm. it's not an easy task, but we finished the building. Mm -hmm. This needs to get equipment inside. We want to make it like a lab where you go and you study and you could really learn about the herbs and build more cottages out there. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be epic NFT crowdfunding mm -hmm. campaign. And um, I also, with that, excited to introduce some of our customers to the blockchain and to crypto because I feel it's just where we're going. And if we can help our customers, mm -hmm. our family mm -hmm. understand this earlier on, it's going to be beneficial to them outside of their health mm -hmm. and health is wealth. Right. So when yeah. we start to go into those different aspects, um, I feel it's a very powerful way to create community. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be awesome <clears throat> with that is like community like monthly sort of webinars yeah. and different ways where we're going to be interacting as a community. So that's going to be launched with this NFT campaign is different ways for us to interact, mm -hmm. different ways to have workshops, mm -hmm. different ways for us to come together and different ways for us to, to level up and heal. So um, we have that coming forward and just on a level is like, I want Rich Soul Foods to be well run, well organized, mm -hmm. Everyone on the team has super clarity. Everyone knows what they're doing. They're in with the mission. Mm -hmm. People are excited to come to work. You know what I mean? That's fueling their day. A uniform organizational company. Yeah, like we're vibing. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're vibing. And, and like I want Rich Soul Foods to allow whoever's working at Rich Soul Foods, so sort of like Dame Dash. He's, he's sort of my inspiration entrepreneur mm -hmm. where he wants everyone to win and not just with him. Mm -hmm. So I want people who work with Rich Soul Foods to allow that to help them with their dreams. Mm -hmm. So they work with Rich Soul Foods. They level up. They help us. We help them. They have their own dream. Boom. How can we help you on your dream? You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, my next question, just to close things down and bring everything together. So... I've had the opportunity to be an intern and the first intern. So I'm hoping that this paves the way for other interns and like to kind of like bring everyone together and like just from different backgrounds because I'm from a agricultural business background. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping, I'm looking forward to seeing other interns and I'm really excited about that. So I hope that you can integrate this program and like allow other people to learn and give people the opportunity to have the same experience as I have. So with that said, what are three key, um, what, what are three key takeaways that I should take and like moving forward, if I decide to become an entrepreneur or like entrepreneur or like going forward, like what advice would you give me and other young people? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good. Thanks. Well, I say just like in terms of you even coming on as an intern, that you took initiative yeah. and you reached out and you, you were seeking, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I feel like 
that's one thing right there is is go for it. Mm -hmm. Take the steps, mm -hmm. take the actions, and you know, don't be afraid of a no or what the response is. Yeah. You know, so that would be one is like go out there and get it. Don't wait for it to come to you. Mm -hmm. Is is one thing. Mm -hmm. Two yeah. is to be a student. Mm -hmm. Be teachable. Be teachable, be a student. Mm -hmm. Absorb everything from everyone around you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter who they are. Observe. When UPS guy comes, observe and learn from him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just yeah. learn from everybody and remain curious. Yeah. You know, always remain curious and just thinking how I can improve things. Oh, what's that do over there? Mm -hmm. What's this for? Oh, you know, because that's when mm -hmm. you're just in a more of a free mind state and then you're allowed the creativity to flow yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. So we had one, go for it. Two, be a student. And three, be curious. I say student curious kind of comes together. Yeah. And I would say just consistency. Yeah. Focus on being consistent yeah. and just day-to-day -day actions. Be honorable on the day-to-day -day and be mm -hmm. consistent with it. Mm -hmm. And it's just inevitable if you do your best every day in two, three years from now, you're going to be like, wow, look at everything. Yeah. Right. You don't even need to set here. goals. Yeah. You just need to do your best and you'll be surprised with how much greatness comes out of it. Mm -hmm. So just every day, do your best, be consistent with it, be honorable and and just watch what comes from that. Mm -hmm. You know, don't focus on on short term gratification. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Don't focus on short-term gratification. Just do the work, love it, mm -hmm. enjoy it, yeah. and, and just remain consistent with it. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so grateful that I have had the opportunity to come on and learn and make lifelong friendships. And I will take away a lot from this experience. And for that, I am really, really grateful. And for my internship, I had a purpose. Like, I just didn't want to work or intern somewhere else that where I was just going to be intern number five or intern number yeah. six. I wanted to have that close contact with a mentor mm -hmm. and you have been that for me. Mm -hmm. So for that, I'm really, really grateful and I am honored. So thank you so much, Akeem. Thank you. Yeah. Much love. Yeah. And I do think it's important to let them know, you did touch on it earlier, that it hasn't been the easy road. No. Right? Yeah. Um, there was a lot of learning on both sides. Mm -hmm. And the important thing is how we responded. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I'm very proud of you for your responses mm -hmm. and for, for your dedication and your commitment, you know? So I just want to let you know that that's awesome. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's probably one of the most important things. I didn't mention it, yeah. but like just how you respond to things is so important. Mm -hmm. And then you respond like a, like a legend. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Thank Legendary so responses. <laughs> so, you know, so definitely give thanks. It's an mm -hmm. honor. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking forward to what you got coming forward. Thank you so much. Thank you. Blessings. Really Bless y'all.